Welcome to episode 12 of the Effective Faith podcast, a weekly podcast answering questions about productivity, tools and gear to help us get stuff done, as well as theology, Christian living and how to approach getting things done in a way that's going to support our overall well-being and help us to honour Jesus better. My name is Chris Wood and I am your host. This week, we're thinking about the basic principle behind all effective time management. I haven't got time for that. It's something that we've all said at some time or another. I'd love to read more books, but I haven't got the time. I'd love to keep in touch with friends and with family more, but I haven't got the time. I'd love to start a side business, but I haven't got the time. I'd love to be a person who prays more, but I don't have the time. I haven't got the time and I'm too busy are perhaps two of the most overused phrases that you'll hear these days. No matter who you ask, it seems everyone's busy and no one has any time. The next statement is controversial and unpopular, but it is true. You do have time. We all have time, 24 hours a day to be precise. Every single one of us on the planet has exactly the same amount of time each day, from the newborn baby to the high-flying CEO of a billion-dollar company. Every single one of us gets the same. The issue, therefore, is about how we choose to use that time. It's an idea that I think is best expressed by the Merovingian in The Matrix Reloaded. Yes, of course, who has time? Who has time? But then if we do not ever take time... How can we ever have time? Now, don't get me wrong, for a lot of us, many of these choices, they're made for us or choices that we've made in the past are going to impact the options that are available to us right now. Uh, To give you an example, we we all have natural human limitations. We all need to eat. We all need to sleep, etc. And so this is going to take up some of those 24 hours. The way society is organised around us is going to further limit our options. So if you've got a job and if you want to keep it, then during set hours of the day, what you can do with the time that you have is going to be restricted to a greater and lesser extent by your employer. Your average professional office worker is going to have set hours each day where they need to be uh, in an office, whether that's in an office or a home office. And they're going to have a a limited list of tasks, events and activities uh, that they can pick from that are related to their work. And again, to a greater and lesser extent, they'll have a degree of control over what they do and in what order from that limited list. But I do want to say it's not quite so simple. One of my favorite authors is a guy called Brandon Sanderson. And as he set out in his career, he got a job as a night receptionist for a hotel. The job paid the bills and he had to be at the desk all night dealing with um, guests and their issues and queries. But for most of the time he was on his own and whilst he had to be available if a guest needed something, most of the time there was very little he needed to do. And so he used that time to write the first books that he published. And even then, once we strip out everything that limits us, looking after ourselves, the fixed aspects of our employment, etc., etc., you'd be surprised at the amount of time that you've got left each and every day. 
So the question is, what are we going to do with that time? Most of us, myself included, will default to entertainment options, Netflix or Amazon Prime or even funny YouTube videos. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily. It has its place. It has its value. But is it that that is what you want to be doing time after time when you find yourself with free time? Is is that what's important to you? Most of us, I suspect, would say no. Most of us would say that at, at the end of the day, we just don't have the energy for anything else. I want to challenge this. And I'm, I'm challenging myself really here. When I I'm looking back at a time when I worked at, at NPower one morning during our team's break. Uh, everyone decided to get a sausage bap, a sausage roll. I did too. I wasn't hungry, but I did it. And this happened repeatedly day after day. And before you knew it, most days at around 9.45am, I started to feel like I was hungry. A habit had formed and my body began to feel like it needed the food that I was about to give it. It took a week or so to break this cycle, but eventually I stopped feeling hungry at break times. And so I'm hopeful as I look forward that if I stop using my evening times to veg out in front of the television, then eventually I will stop feeling like that is what I need every single day. And so here it is. The most basic principle that sits beneath and undergirds all of our other principles of time management. Time is a finite resource that we all have. Day to day, we all possess this in the same quantity. For the long term, the amount of time we have is in the hands of God. And this is going to bring about humility and it brings about focus. And yes, there are limits and restrictions that our present circumstances place on our use of time. But the choices that we make in the now will, to some degree, have an impact on those constraints. Let's take the example above. At the end of the day, we don't feel like we've got the energy for anything other than vegging out in front of the TV. As I said, not an inherently wrong thing to do. However, it's probable, I would say likely that the decision that we make to do this for several hours each day, thus reducing the amount, of, the amount and quality of our sleep, especially if we allow ourselves night after night to fall asleep in front of the telly in a, in a physical position that doesn't lend itself well to getting good sleep. It's this choice that's ensuring that night after night that constraint on our energy is remaining in place. What if we went to bed by 9.30pm or 10pm every night and sought to bring in place a healthier routine in the evenings? We might find that after a consistent week or two weeks, then we actually felt like we had more energy in the evenings to do things that are more important to us, both in the now and in the long run. The key question to ask then is this. Given that your time resources are so limited, what is actually important for you to spend that time on? Now, my hope and prayer for myself is that I'm going to use this time gifted to me to do all manner of things that are far more beneficial to me, to my family and to the people around me than watching another episode of my latest TV show. 
Currently, it's the Grand Tour. Now, we are all going to need some downtime. Um, if you think about it, a candle burning at both ends is going to burn out twice as quickly. And in our modern culture society, most of us face temptation and in, indeed pressure to just put all of our wax into one giant ball and cover it with wicks and light all of them. That's a bad idea, trust me. But my hope and intention for myself in the future is that this downtime that I have, this rest time, is going to be planned and intentional, and I won't just veg out by default all the time. The point is that we can choose to be more deliberate and forward thinking in our use of time. I don't know about you, I often have this fear that if I go to bed on time at a reasonable time, then I'm, I'm just not going to have the time that I would like to have to do the things that I would like to do. The reality is, however, that I just don't have the energy to do these things because I don't go to bed on time. And if I did, then I would likely get far more done over the long term. And so I say, the next time you're tempted to feel like you just don't have the time for things that matter to you, for things that are important to you, instead of getting frustrated by this, ask, why? Why don't I have the time? What is it that is getting my time, getting my attention, getting my focus instead? Is it more important than the thing that I'm saying I don't have time for? And if it's not more important, then why not see if we can make a different choice in the now for how we're using the time that we have to make sure that our time, attention, focus and energy is being given to the things that really matter. If you're still not convinced, then perhaps try throwing some honesty and transparency into the situation. Next time you're asked to do something and you want to decline, don't say, I haven't got the time for that this week or I'm too busy at the moment. Try some honesty. I'm, I'm going to be watching YouTube videos instead, I'm afraid, so I can't do that. And if you found this valuable, then please do like this podcast, subscribe on whatever platform you use. Please do leave a review as well. Uh, that's going to help the podcast grow. And please share on social media and with your friends and colleagues. If you've got any questions you'd like me to consider in future episodes, then drop me an email. That's effectivefaith15.58 at gmail.com or use the contact form on effectivefaith.org. Today, we close from really insightful words uh, from C.S. Lewis. The future is something which everyone reaches at the rate of 60 minutes an hour. Whatever he does, whoever he is.